The Lord be with you. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome you all to this morning's service as we gather around God's holy word to receive the gift of his very body and blood in the Holy Communion. Today we celebrate uh, the baptism of our Lord. So for this morning we will have a procession and a gospel procession to remind us that our Lord comes to us in our midst. Immediately following confession and absolution, we invite you to face the back of the church for the profession. procession. Sunday school and Bible class will re- resume today at 9.30. Join us in the lounge for refreshments. And then adults head off into the gym for a study entitled The St. Peter Option. Today we will be looking at the pop culture in uh, light of the Holy Scriptures of the Holy Christian Church or to the fellowship hall for a new mem- for our new member class or refresher class uh, entitled Catechesis for Life. Sunday school children, kindergarten through fifth grade, begin with an opening in the music room. Sixth through eighth graders meet in the school fifth grade classroom and the high school Bible study meets in the school in the seventh grade classrooms. Uh, join us in the study of God's holy word, especially in this new year. The Board of Christian Day School will meet on Monday, January 8th at 7.30 p.m. The Church Council meets this Wednesday at 7 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. A note about the poinsettias. They may be picked up today after the 10.45 Divine Service or during the week. The best way to follow along is to place your uh, bulletin in the back of your hymnal. The panel serves as a guide. Uh, Simply go to the page indicated. believe that's it for our service announcements. Please stand. The bells will call us to worship. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Let us kneel for confession and absolution. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, 
I therefore forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. 
for the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. of Jesus in the Jordan River, you proclaimed him your beloved Son and anointed him with the Holy Spirit. Make all who are baptized in his name faithful in their calling as your children and inheritors with him of everlasting life. For the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the baptism of our Lord is from Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. This is the word of the Lord.
epistle is from Romans chapter 6. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him. We know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. John appeared, baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens opening and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. This is the Gospel of the Lord. I believe in one God.
name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please join me in a word of prayer, Heavenly Father. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. It's a new year, and we all like new beginnings. How many of you made New Year's resolutions? None of you have. Okay. That's all right. Maybe after the sermon you will. Because you've probably already broken all of them already. This morning, we are taken back to the very beginning, to Genesis, when God created the heavens and the earth. We are told that the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep. When God began his creating, the first thing we are told is that there is a certain chaos. There's no form, no shape, no light. Things are void and empty. There's no life yet. Everything, in a sense, is disordered. But we hear that the Spirit of God is hovering over the face of the waters. Where the Spirit is, there is life. And when the Word of God is spoken, the disorder is turned into order. The chaos is formed and shaped by God's Word into His good and orderly creation. Spirit, water, and Word. They combine to bring forth life. God speaks, let there be light, and there is. And so God orders the light and the darkness, and then follow the seas and the skies and the dry land, the plants and the trees, the day and the night, the heavenly bodies, the swarms of creatures that live in the sky and the air, the beasts that live on the earth, and finally, the crown of his creation, Ish and Isha, Adam and Eve. And it is good, very good. But we soon hear another word, a word that does not create, but brings chaos and disorder and death. A word that does not water, but dries things up. A word that brings darkness, not light. A word of doubt, a word of unbelief. As Satan whispers into Eve's ear, did God really say? Is God's word really good? Is this order that God created really good? And when Eve bites from the forbidden fruit, there is chaos and disorder again. The disorder of death and sin. And so it was, and so it is. The waters don't stay in their place anymore. There are floods and tsunamis. The land isn't so solid anymore, is it? With earthquakes and volcanoes. The sky produces violent tornadoes and hurricanes. And then there is humanity that is fully disordered and the chaos that we cause with our lies, our murdering, our stealing, our adultery, our deceits and betrays, our slander and envy and greed, our hatred and anger, 
our idolatries and blasphemy. All these things that make your life less than what God intended it to be. These chaotic things that come crashing down upon us and erupt from our hearts. These things disorder our lives. They disorder our homes and our marriages, our friendships, and our very being. And it is not so good. Not good at all. So why didn't God just wipe it out? Start all over. Because he loves you. And he loved Adam and Eve too. To wipe out the world and start over again would mean to wipe out the crown of his creation, his children, made in his very image, who were disordered by sin. He would not do this. No, God would not wipe out the chaos and the disorder. He would wipe it out in another way. And so we fast forward to the Gospel of Mark. It is interesting how Mark begins his Gospel. There is no mention of his conception or his birth. There are no angels, no shepherds, no wise men. There is no Bethlehem and there is no Jesus in the temple as a young boy. He lets Matthew and Luke and John fill in the details. Mark instead begins with John the Baptist and the chaos and disorder of the wilderness. And in his baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, and then Jesus comes to be baptized. And when the word of God made flesh walks into those waters and the spirit comes down, you have exactly the scene as it was in the very beginning. Water, word, and spirit crying. And so Mark begins his gospel this way. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the beginning of the good news that in Jesus Christ, the Son of God has become flesh to begin a new creation. He has come to wipe out the chaos and disorder of sin and death. And so the Father is well pleased. And it is very good. So what is Jesus doing here? How is he beginning a new creation? How is he fulfilling all of the scriptures here at this place. Well, he is taking the place of you and me and all sinners. For it was sinners coming out to be baptized by John, the people coming from all over, confessing all of their sins and being baptized. But when Jesus comes, he does not confess. He has nothing to confess. But he is baptized. He is immersed in the putrid, stinking water of our sin like a sponge. He takes it all into himself to be the sinner for us. To be sin for us, as Paul says. And so Jesus is baptized into his death. For that is what it means to take on our sin and chaos and disorder. That he will wipe out in our place. He will be sacrificed for the sins of the entire world, your sin and mine. 
And so that you may understand that, Mark connects Jesus' baptism with his death on the cross when he says that at Jesus' baptism, the heavens were torn open. The word here in the original Greek is schismed. Mark is the only gospel writer to use that word with Jesus' baptism. And then surprise, surprise, he uses it in only one other place in the gospel. It is at the end when Jesus dies on the cross. Mark tells us that the curtain was schismed, it was torn in two, which isolated man from God. It was torn from top to bottom. Mark wants you to know because of these events of his baptism, his perfect life and his death on the cross, the division between God and man is over. The disorder and the chaos caused by sin is over. Jesus' death upon the cross means the wiping out of sin and the newness of life for his creation, a new creation. And it starts with Jesus' baptism. And it continues in your baptism. You see, baptism is the beginning of a new creation personally applied to you. That is why the Apostle Paul teaches us today in the book of Romans, just as Jesus joined himself to us in our sins in baptism, so you are now joined to Jesus and his righteousness in your baptism. For in baptism, Paul says that you are joined to Jesus' death and resurrection, so that not you, but the chaos, this disorder and death of sin be wiped out in you and that you live a new life. Through baptism, you are a new creation in Jesus. Baptism is the beginning of the gospel for you. This is the greater baptism of which John spoke about. The baptism where water, word, and the spirit create new life. Sins are washed away. Heaven is torn open. And you become the child of God whom the Father now says, You are my beloved child. And I am well pleased with you. And you are. For as in the beginning when the water and the Spirit and the Word come together, great things happened. Life happened. Creation happened. And it still happens there at that baptismal font. And because of this, Luther would constantly say, every day, get up and say, I am baptized. That is, you are no longer that chaotic, disordered mess dying in sin. Instead, you are a new creation. Dying and rising with Christ has set you free from the slavery of sin and death to live a new life in Christ, a Christ life. Don't you know this, St. Paul says? Well, maybe we forget it sometimes. And we don't live like it. We get caught up in the chaos and the disorder. We get caught up in our sinful flesh that still goes along all the time. But at such times, do not despair. But remember, you are baptized. Not that you were baptized, but I am baptized. That's who you are. And you are who God says you are. 
And so each day, because our sinful flesh does sinful things, return to your baptism. Luther said, what does such baptizing with water indicate? It indicates that the old Adam in us should by daily contrition and repentance be drowned and die with all sins and evil desires, so that a new man might arise and live forth in Christ. Alive in Christ Jesus, alive in his spirit, you now sponge up the sins of those who sin against you. Let me repeat that. You now sponge up the sins of those who sin against you with forgiveness and love. Paul tells us, do not repay evil with evil or anger for anger or sin of any other sin of sort. No, you've been set free from that. To repay to get back is living in chaos and disorder in the wilderness. No, you've been given much better. Christ and his spirit and his holiness lives in you. You eat and drink his body and blood shed for you for the forgiveness of sins so that you might live in faith and fervent love to your neighbor. We are sojourning here right now to our home in heaven. You are a child of God. And that means everything changes. Yes, a child still learning to be sure, still growing, messing up daily and being forgiven, returning to those waters of absolution, receiving forgiveness. That's how he wants it. Not purposely sinning so that grace may abound, but knowing that grace does abound for you. His grace, which is greater than your sin, his grace which makes you new and can make your relationships new. That as it was in the beginning is now and shall be forever. And God saw everything that he made and behold it was very good. You know I'm actually glad that none of you raised your hands this morning saying you had a New Year's resolution. Take out the green sheet. Here's one for you. A treasure from the church father from Martin Luther. Luther writes these words, Now then, all of you who believe in God's word, let your watchword for entering the new year be this, I am baptized. Although the world may laugh at this comfort, the enthusiast vex its confidence. Nevertheless, abandon any other held pledges and speak only throughout the entire year to come in all terrors of conscience and necessity through sin and death. I am baptized into Christ. I am baptized into Christ. Alleluia. And you shall prevail. And every time of need you will find comfort in your baptism. On account of it Satan will flee from your faith and confession. And in death you will see heaven open. And finally come into the joy of your Lord. To celebrate a great year of jubilee. A year of praise. With all the angels forever and ever. Amen. So say with me together, I am baptized into Christ. I am baptized into Christ. Alleluia. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith to Christ Jesus, to life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Heavenly Father, you revealed your Son in the wondrous epiphany in the Jordan. So also you have revealed your name and blessing to us in holy baptism 
declaring us your beloved heirs. Grant that we may daily die to sin and rise to newness of life, living with joy as your baptized children. We also thank you this day for the gift of Lucas Anders Ekblad, newborn son of Anders and Liz, and as we look forward to his baptism into Christ. Lord, in your mercy. O oh Lord, bless all places where your people teach and learn. Guide teachers and students that together we would marvel at your creation and appreciate the depth of your wisdom. We thank you for the faithful work of Isabel Powers, our fourth grade teacher, and ask your blessing on those preparing for church work, including Ruth, James, Luke, and Harvey. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. Almighty Lord, your Son, Jesus, is the Christ and the true King of this world. Grant great humility to the rulers of the nations that they would submit to the preaching of his holy word for the sake of their own souls and for the good of your holy people. Lord, in your mercy. Give comfort and relief to those who are sick, depressed, tired, confused, or in any need, especially Sharon recovering after surgery, Tim Fisher who will have surgery this week, Dave recovering at home after being hospitalized for an illness, Marion Rebolt diagnosed with cancer, Glenn Heitzman who is dealing with a brain tumor, Carter and o Owen, premature newborn twins of Trenton and Julia who are hospitalized, the victims of war in the Middle East and the Ukraine, Renee in rehabilitation after surgery, Bart for continued management of his illness, and Lisa, Charles, Carl, Emmy, Tim, Benjamin, Bernadette, Sue, Jennifer, Sharon, Doris, Timothy, Ronald, John, and Mary, all in treatment for cancer. Lord, in your mercy. Watch over all expectant mothers and their children, that they may have a safe delivery and be brought also to the life-giving waters of holy baptism. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, in holy baptism, you have opened the heavens to your children. Grant that all those baptized into your Son would worthily receive the heavenly feast of his body and blood for their salvation. Lord, in your mercy. Eternal God, you have made us your own people by baptism and granted us your Holy Spirit to confess Christ in word and deed. We remember with thanksgiving those who went before us, who, pa who passed the faith on to us, and who now rest in Christ from all their labors. Since we have died with Christ, Christ through baptism, grant that we would be raised with him also. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. Almighty Father, as your Holy Spirit hovered over the face of the deep, you uttered your word, and the world was created. In the waters of holy baptism, you have spoken our names and declared us righteous. You have drawn us to Jesus, the light of life, and saved us. Let his light now shine through us, that others may see our good works and give glory to you. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated for the offering and the signing of the Friendship Register.
Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For at his baptism, your voice from heaven revealed him to be your beloved Son, and the Holy Spirit descended on him, confirming him to be the Christ. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you've had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us to do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth, to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take it, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. 
The peace of the Lord be with you always.
the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Depart in peace. Let us pray. O God, the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. We ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.